This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review with another one-on-none podcast. In this one, I'll give an update on another American Athletic Conference member's announcement regarding name, image, and likeness. Talk about the Milwaukee Bucks' greater job in Game 5 of the, Western, of the Eastern Conference semifinals, and a little bit more. Let's get this right off the, right, right off the top before I get into the NIL stuff. Shame on the Milwaukee Bucks and Coach Mike Budenholzer and his staff and his players for blowing, blowing a big lead versus the wounded Brooklyn Nets. I know KD was awesome. Triple-double, 49 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. He was awesome, sensational. But Milwaukee allowed a wounded, one-legged James Harden to defend no one in the second half down the stretch. They allowed Harden to hide on defense against P.C. Tucker in the corner. Brooke Lopez. I don't know why the Bucks ignored pick and rolls with Harden and forced Harden to switch onto a good ball handler and then attack him off the dribble. I don't know why they didn't just make him move. Move his wounded hamstring. They just let him do rest on defense. It, you know, and then... The lack of Giannis defending KD down the stretch. The lack of Giannis having legitimate moves when steamrolling to the basket are taken away from him. Him being unreliable at the foul line down the stretch. All those things came back to bite them in the behind. Now they're trailed the series 3-2. to two. But the lack of adjustments made by the Bucks coaching staff. Anyone with vision. Anyone who could hear, could see, hear that James Harden was not 100% healthy, was having problems moving laterally. So the Bucks allowed Harden to rest by putting P.G. Tucker in the corner and kudos to the Nets staff to, for taking advantage. I'm like, well, if P.G.'s on the floor, all P.G.'s going to do is stand in the corner. Let's put James on P.J. Let him rest. And that's what it that's what he did. Bucks did this a piss poor job of taking advantage of Harden's immobility. And the Bucks got what uh they deserved. They didn't double team KD enough, get the ball out of, out of his hands enough down the stretch. They did not put Giannis on KD. KD ended up going to his right for buckets time and time again down the stretch. I don't blame the Bucks at all I don't blame the Nets at all. When an opponent allows you to, to do the same thing over and over again and it's successful, keep on doing it. Why? Why change? Bucks deserve to lose that game. On to college basketball. And some name, image, and likeness news for the state of Texas, as well as another member school in the AAC. <clears throat> June 14th, the University of South Florida Athletics announced, and this info is straight from the school's press release, through an enhanced multi-year relationship with continuing partner influencer. And once again, that's spelled in the previous podcast. If you missed that one, influencer is I N F L C R all capitals. USF is launching the boost program for all 19 bulls teams and nearly 450 student athletes. You know, I say student assets as part of the highly successful Lee Roy Selman mentoring Institute within USF athletics. Boost is a comprehensive suite of NIL programs that will empower Bulls student-athletes 
student assets, with brand building and management assets, education and financial literacy, and a streamlined fair market evaluation and compliance exchange. Influencers NIL team assists college athletic departments in the implementation of content, compliance, and recruiting strategies to support athletics programs, navigating new challenges and dynamics coming from eventual student-athlete, student assets, name, image, and likeness commercial activities. Influencers Plus offerings equip athletics staff with the software, assets, and guidance to maximize their messaging to potential recruits while providing unique insights for current student-athletes, student assets, looking to build their brands and benefit from future NIL opportunities. As more and more athletic departments launch custom NIL programs at their institutions, Influencers NIL team works to make each program unique while providing technology, resources, and support aimed at providing best-case scenarios for student-athletes, you know it, student assets, who will soon look to participate in monetization activities or better market themselves for career opportunities from their name, image, and likeness. Influencer works with more than 1,000 collegiate and pro sports teams with a network of over 35,000 athlete users. USF release has 40,000, 35, 40,000 over. <clears throat> Once again, I know that the University of Houston Athletics Department has had discussions and hopefully is continuing to discuss uh, regarding the establishment of an NIL program. However, UH has yet to respond to my request for info pertaining to an announcement. Tick-tock, tick-tock. South Florida is now the third AAC member school joining Cincinnati, who was first, and SMU, who have announced NIL programs. On June 14th, also on June 14th, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed into law a name, image, and likeness bill that goes into effect July 1st. 2021. Now I'm going to give you some info, great info from Michael McCann, attorney and professor at law at the University of New Hampshire, as well as legal analyst and senior sports legal reporter at Sportico, sportico.com, S-P-O-R-T-I-C-O.com. He has more info about the bill that Governor Abbott signed. The statute ensures that athletes at Texas schools can use their right of publicity, the right to control the use and profit from one's own name, image, likeness, and related aspects of one's identity. To that end, Texas colleges will be barred from preventing their athletes from capitalizing on their NIL, such as when they sign endorsement deals, sponsor camps for payment, or are paid to engage in social media influencing. Athletes will also be able to retain agents for NIL purposes. These pending changes mean that Texas schools will be barred by state law from complying with their contractual obligations to the NCAA. That scenario assumes NCAA obligations remain in effect on July 1st. The NCAA Division I Council could pass a national NIL rule before that date. Uh, doubt it, but, you know, who knows? Miracles do happen. <clears throat> At the same time, the Texas NIL statute contains numerous elements that will significantly restrict how athletes pursue NIL opportunities. These restrictions dubbed 
guardrails, quote-unquote guardrails by the NTAA, are designed to prevent NIL from morphing into pay-for-play. First, Texas athletes will face a transparency slash disclosure requirement. They will be required to disclose to their school in the manner prescribed by their school, quote, any proposed contract, end quote, related to name, image, and likeness. Second, similar to athletes in other states, and Texas is now the 19th state to pass a bill, NIL bill, Texas athletes will be barred from signing a deal that, one, conflicts with their school, including with an athletic department contract or their school's expressed principles and values. Two, calls for compensation while the athletes are, quote, engaged in official team activities, end quote, as that phrase is defined by their school. And three, draws on intellectual property such as logos and other trademarks owned by their school. Next, in addition to prohibiting NAL deals that undermine a school's principles, certain categories of endorsements are, ex- are expressly outlawed. Alabama's NAL statute has a similar limitation. Texas's statute will block any athlete endorsements of alcohol, t- tobacco products, e-cigarettes, or any other type of nicotine delivery device, anabolic steroids, sports betting, casino gambling, firearm if athlete cannot lawfully purchase it, sexually oriented businesses, a statute, a statutory term defined by the Texas government code to include modeling studios, adult bookstores, and other commercial enterprises where the primary business is the offering of a service or good intended to provide sexual stimulation or sexual gratification. Also, as in other states, the statute will prohibit any compensation portrayed or labeled as NIL that could, in reality, constitute pay for play. Next, similar to Georgia's bill, Texas will require colleges to offer financial literacy and life skills workshops at the beginning of an athlete's freshman and junior years. Texas statute indicates that athletes are required to attend these workshops, which will last at least five hours and cover such topics as financial aid, debt management, time management, and budgeting. Given that athletes who sign endorsements and sponsorships will likely become independent contractors of a third party, example, a sneaker company or a camp, such training could cover tax issues and, for international athletes, immigration slash visa complications. The Texas statute also wades into waters beyond name image likeness by stipulating that athletes are not employees of their schools. The possible employee status of college athletes ordinarily involves different laws, the National Labor Relations Act for athletes at private colleges and state labor laws for those enrolled at public universities. Great info, great for Mr. Michael McCann. Notice in his info, he did not use the term student athletes. Bless him for that. He just referred to them as athletes. Good for him on that. Reminder, shifting gears, tune in to Dr. Kenyatkaville's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. The Dean of HBCU Sports and his co-hosts, Mike Washington and Charles Bishop, this week tune in specifically 
to <clears throat> listen to, watch the NCAA, excuse me, North Carolina A&T Aggies track and field champions. Head coach Wayne Ross helped lead the Aggies to tremendous success at the recently completed NCAA track and field championships. And two athletes who um, won, finished first and second, dominated their events for the Aggies are also included in the interviews. They're available at Facebook Watch and also will be available on YouTube at the Inside the ATBCU Sports Lab channel. You can also, we'll be able to listen to them on Houston Round Ball Review Radio during the week, Monday through Friday from 9 to midnight. Doc and the guys have added to their regular Tuesday show, a Thursday show. But today, I think they're debuting the interview with the Aggies, A&T Aggies, track and field team, for, on Wednesday. So you can catch it starting Wednesday and then Thursday, as well as on YouTube channel at Inside the HBCU Sports Lab on YouTube. And also, as stated, on Houston Roundball Review Radio, which is available at roundballreviewradio.airtime.pro. Inside the HBCU Sports Lab allows fans, followers, and supporters of HBCU Athletics to get their fix. Get great info, great insight from Doc and the guys, Doc and the crew, men and women. They get great interviews with coaches, players, and administrators. So tune in to Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Also, my one-on-one podcast and my conversation podcast are available on the podcast platforms such as Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn, as well as, of course, on my Houston Roundball Review radio station at roundballreviewradio.airtime.pro. You can also tune in to the radio station for more audio from me, as well as additional podcasts from colleagues discussing the Rockets, Houston Texans, HBCU Sports and Culture, and also, of course, women's basketball. I'm KG, Chris Gardner of the Houston Roundball Review. Please visit my website at HoustonRoundballReview.com for articles and links to my podcasts and videos. I should have, hopefully, a video with Rice House Head Coach Lindsey Edmonds to share with you later. While you're at the site, please support the Houston Roundball Review, also known as the HRR. By contributing via PayPal, or you can contribute via the Cash App. My name, Christopher Gardner, K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Once again, one more time. K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. If that's not your bag, you can also sign up via links on my site and get ESPN Plus or the Disney Bundle, which includes Disney Plus. ESPN Plus, and Hulu. When you sign up via the links on my site, I do earn a nominal commission. You can say when you bundle all three. If you already have one of those three streaming services, you can add other two and get the bundle. My website is also an affiliate, a web affiliate of fanatics.com, the online retailer of licensed sportswear, sports equipment, and merchandise. As a web affiliate of fanatics.com, I earn a commission when items are purchased via links on my site, which takes you to Fanatics website. I have posted team specific pages for the Houston Cougars, Rice Owls, 
Texas Longhorns, Texas A&M Aggies, and Texas Southern Tigers on HoustonRoundBallReview.com. There are other teams specifically. There are hundreds of specific team pages that I can post and share with you if you just want a specific team that you're looking for. Just hit me up, DM, Twitter, <clears throat> and I'll send you that specific team link where you get for you to buy your favorite team's merchandise. And you'll be happy. I'm happy when I earn a commission via links posted on my site through fanatics.com. <clears throat> the Houston Round Bar Review has been around since 1994. One more time. The Houston Round Bar Review has been around since 1994. Remember, the Houston Round Bar Review, local name, national perspective. Thank you for your time. Take care.